Hey, you're listening to the Real Life Podcast. Hey guys, this is our first podcast, uh, Cape Assembly podcast with uh, my two friends here. I have Taylor and Tina, both T's. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'd love to just, you know, give you guys a little imagery behind the voices. So I'm going to start with Taylor. Taylor, if you want to just share just a little bit um, about who you are, you know, maybe your season in life. Sure. So I'm Taylor. Uh, Nice to meet everybody. um, I guess it'd be audibly. Um, <laughs> so uh, my name is Taylor. Um, I have a phenomenal husband named Kyle. We have two great children, uh, Sam and Emma Gray. They're six and nine now. It's Goodness. so hard to believe. Um, and then I, I work in the Harley Davidson industry, um, specifically on the, the technology side. And, and we won't digress there. But, you know, we're just kind of in this season where I was actually talking to Tina and, and Candace yesterday. We I just felt like God was saying, hey, let's talk about these things. And I was like, well, what does that mean? Uh And of course, I called my two ladies here and just kind (laughs) of shared this concept. So that's kind of how we are today in the the season that I'm in. Mm -hmm. Tina? Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Tina. Um, I am married to my awesome husband, Stephen, who plays on our worship team here. And I have two really beautiful girls, um, Chasey and Cambria. They are three and almost six. Um, I've been doing hair for about 10 years and I've stepped into the education side of the beauty industry, um, about four years ago. And so I'm really kind of diving further into that. And, um, I'm just excited that God's brought me to CA and Mm -hmm. expanded on that so much in my life. What I love so much about both of uh, the ladies that are joining us today is they both are like women who empower women and they both love to educate other people and they're both mom bosses and entrepreneurs in their own right. And, and I just love that even though, I mean, Taylor's in the middle of moving right now and I know Tina has to work later today and has a lot of her own stuff going on. I love that despite like the craziness and messiness, I mean, I'm in the middle of a home renovation right now, despite all this messiness and craziness of life that, that y'all were willing to get together today and just have a conversation, a real conversation and that we can just kind of gather around this table. We're here in my office and just talk, like just, just share. And when Taylor brought this idea to me yesterday, literally, this is how like, I mean, infantile, this whole like idea is here and we're just going with it. I'm like, when, let's do it tomorrow. (laughs) Cause it's nuts. Like I was just literally thinking, um, about the testimony and how testimonies are really how we overcome. It says in God's word, you know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And really without back in the day, you know, people would do testimonies all the time. They would have like praise nights or like nights where they would just talk about what God's done. They would brag on God. Right. And God has been so faithful. And I just know from both of, you know, the little bit that I know, because I can't wait to get to know more about y'all today and hear your stories, but just a little bit that I know, God has just been so faithful, you know, and there's so much testimony. And sometimes it's a story 
about someone that you met and how God brought that person to you and just how, you know, in that moment, you just said what the, the, the prompting of the Holy Spirit on your heart. And I, I love how both of you have an ear to the Holy Spirit, you know, and um, I really do believe you exhibit kind of like that. I'm not trying to like put you up on this big platform. I know we're really <laughs> trying to be real here, but I really do love how real you are and raw you are about that and how you look at your everyday life and just say, hey, you know, um, I don't know what today brings, but God, I want to be used by you. I want to be a part of whatever you're doing. Yeah. And um, and so actually, it the reason why I thought, man, let's get together today. I want to talk about um, something specifically related to um, what I'm going to be speaking on this weekend. And so, um, and that is, this is kind of weird that we will be talking about testimony, right? But what I'm going to be talking about is there being a purpose and pain. We're, we're starting a series uh, that's a three-week series that's going to be talking about like pain, anxiety, and frustration, and how our, our, our pain and our struggles, they don't always have the answers to them in the moment, right? Sometimes it's later that we see that there was a purpose or there was an answer to what we were going through. And so um, I kind of wanted to open up today to talk about how um, that even when we don't see it, there have been times in our life, like this past year in COVID, there's been a lot of pain, there's been a lot of anxiety and a lot of frustration. But I would love to hear how that pain has turned into maybe some purpose. And Taylor, I thought maybe you, you've shared with me some of these really interesting like book studies you've been doing and things you've been learning. And I'd love to just hear you share a little bit about that. So maybe we could start with you in that conversation. Like, Sure. So um, I was taught many years ago that God's a rascal. Um, ah. it's, it's so funny how there are these God's situations, you know, that happen. And you kind of look up and you're like, really, God, I saw what you did there. Like, that's you're good, right? Yeah, that, yeah it was a rascal moment. And um, <laughs> I love that. God is a rascal. I'm so like, I'm taking notes. Seriously, I'm writing notes. Um, so. Um, when we fast, or actually not fast forwarding, we're rewinding a year ago, um, back but right before COVID started, I was listening. I happened to listen to the Joy FM online. I um, and I just love it. I love um, I love the group that's on there. But they were talking about this book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. Oh, so and good. y'all, let me tell you, <laughs> I've read it three times. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but this wow. book just really like the things that they were saying and the purpose of it is eliminating hurry in your life and we're all three moms here and we know that hurry y'all it kind of it kind of overtakes us right yeah. you know yeah, it really um, does and so needless to say I was hearing a little bit about this book and I thought well I just have to order it and so I did and the timing was so good I finished the book the week before the shutdown stop Yes. So the week before, you know, school was out, the Mm -hmm. week before, you know, work was Mm -hmm. out. And I felt like God was just preparing me Mm. because, um, I would have to imagine we have very similar lives. You know, we, um, we wake up early in the morning. We attempt to work out. We attempt to eat well. We attempt to keep our family alive. Right? Take them to school. Pick them up. Go Isn't to soccer games. Right. And mm-hmm. before we know it, the day has passed. Right. You know, and it was just like, mm-hmm. we're just going, 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 going. And it's like, come on, kids, jump in the car. Mm-hmm. We're going to go right now. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to be late for school. Or, oh, my goodness, we just have to get through this traffic or we're going to be late for work, right? And hurry develops anxieties within us. Oh, yeah. And so then before yeah. we even get to the hurry moment, the anxiety has already overtaken sure. us because of that what if, right? Right. And one of the things in this book that that it says in, um, Paul says in First Thessalonians, we need to make it our goal in life to live a quiet life. Mm. And 
I didn't get that. I thought, oh, what does wow. that mean? You know, and we we could spend days talking about this book. And like I said, y'all, I read it quite a lot and wrote down notes and marked the whole thing, but we won't digress there. But what I learned so much in this book is that you have to begin to take away hurry in your life. Mm. You have to begin to be a little bit more proactive. Sure. You have to you know, plan a little bit more. But you also have to be flexible enough to say, I don't have control of that and God does. Yeah. And um, so we don't digress good. further. But inside of that book and inside of that time, I felt like God was preparing me to say, Taylor, I'm about to rock your world, not just <laughs> yours, but your families right. and everything. And we're going to go from the busiest life you've ever had in your entire life to nothing. Wow. And you have to be prepared to stop. Sure. And I didn't know anything about stopping, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I can remember the day I went into BJ's and I got the call or the voicemail that says, the kids will not be returning from spring break. Wow. They're going to stay at home. And I remember turning oh, the cart around goodness. and right. just, and um, my son has really severe food allergies. So I have to be very careful, you know, with what we buy, mm-hmm. how much we have, you know, and the estimation was two weeks. And I'm like, my goodness, how am I going to have enough fresh food? for Sam because he can't eat a lot of, you know, shelf-stable foods. And I remember going back into BJ's and getting, you know, all this fresh chicken and uh, turkey sure. burgers. <laughs> and like, and I come home like a mad woman. Right. And my husband's like, where are we going to put all this? And I'm like, the deep freezer. <laughs> well, because the lockdown was right around that time, right? Yes. And so during lockdown, we just didn't know... I mean, how long? We had no idea. How long? And there was and hardly what? anything on the shelves. Oh, right. my goodness. Yeah. goodness. It was terrifying, right? Goodness. Almost apocalyptic, right? Yeah, totally. It totally was, had that feel, for sure. And I feel like, in a way, that God was saying, it doesn't matter where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you come from, You know mm-hmm. where you're going. It doesn't matter if you are a child or if mm-hmm. you're an adult. This time is going to slow everybody down. And it's like God mm-hmm. saying, if you're not going to slow down on your own, I'm going to slow you down for <laughs> you right it's interesting how um oftentimes when we're hurried we create sometimes our own little mini tornadoes like in our own life right and then in the aftermath of it we wonder like why is there all this pain Mm. and it's it's so sad that i mean truthfully i think well in a way it's I say it's sad, but truthfully, it's it's a blessing what COVID did for so many of us. Is yes. It kind of brought us back to a place, but it's unfortunate that it took a tragedy to really help all of us see that there is, it, it took pain for us to see that there's even yeah. purpose in our life, like purpose in what we're doing with our children and our family and to slow down that, that hurried, hurriedness um, brings pain, yeah. unnecessary pain. Uh, but a lot of it is because our culture has told us that's what we do, right? Like yeah. that you're important if you're busy. You know, in Romans, <sighs> it talks about not to conform to society, sure. right? Don't conform to the things of this world. And I think we unintentionally have allowed society to do that right. because society says you will work. You will work these hours. You will do this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, you know, there's a couple, let's, you talked about the purpose and the pain, right? And mm-hmm. <clears throat> inside of that, there was so much pain in the fact with having, and this sounds so bad, y'all, but having your children be real, be real. all day, you know, and you're <laughs> oh, like, goodness. oh my gosh, I have to teach them. And we all know what right. happens with Common Core Math. It doesn't matter. No, the way you were taught right. is completely different today. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to 
just have your patience tested, you know? And um, I was fortunate to be able to continue to work, so I was able to work from home. But just the balance and and the pain of trying to balance but not take away from your job that's continued to pay you, you know, praise the Lord. But also, you know, give so much to your children and give them the Mm -hmm. same amount of Mm -hmm. time and effort. But what God did was brought us together every day for breakfast, every day for lunch, every day for dinner. And we got mm-hmm. to have family devotions. Mm-hmm. You know, that. so we would do that as part mm-hmm. of the schooling. As mm-hmm. we said, we would set aside 30 minutes to read through a children's devotional. And what does that mean? Wow. And just the impact mm-hmm. that had. So for me, the biggest thing that I can share over the last year, the that purpose and the pain was the God brought back to us the family is first. Come on. You know, family yes. is before the hurry. Yes. Family is before the work. But he also said, you do not have to just inundate yourself with the hurriness. You need to slow down and walk with me. We don't run so with God. We walk with him. Right. We walk with Jesus. And I think that's the biggest thing that I learned. And that was the blessing and the pain for me over the wow. last year. Taylor, that's so good. Yeah. That's Thank you for sharing like so Welcome. openly. Even yeah. about how, I mean, yeah, I think... Did you also have like that panic? I think many of us had that panic with, okay, kids at home also having to work. But then there's some people that kids at home and I don't have my job. Like, mm, yeah. wasn't that kind of what you found yourself walking into, Tina? If you yes. want to share a little bit about. Yeah. Um, we actually, our salon closed, um, I believe it was two weeks before the shutdown. We kind of closed in anticipation Sure. Um, for that. And not to mention it was, you know, a lot of people were scared, you know, mm-hmm. some people didn't want to come get their hair done at right. that point. And we didn't know anything, you know, we didn't know to wear masks and sure. stuff like that. We kept things as clean as we could and, mm-hmm. and whatever. But, um, you know, so it, we had, I'd say a good three, four weeks of really kind of slow, erratic, you know, um, busyness of people coming in, getting their hair done and then it just stopped and so and you guys know me I'm such a like I fill my day to the brim sure now I'm like what do you mean I'm not working (laughs) you know um and so obviously I took my children out of out of daycare and had them home with me and you know it's so funny because at first I I filled our day you know we did all Mm -hmm. kinds of crafts and you know (laughs) devotionals and we had you know our little routine and you know by the end of the shutdown we were like in our pjs till one (laughs) o'clock watching watching like three or four movies throughout the day you know it's Mm -hmm. like i'm like i can't i can't continue to function like that you know and but it brought me i think a lot of peace that I don't have to, I don't have to try so hard, you know, if we, I, I kind of learned that if I step into what God has for me, what God has for my children, I'm going to naturally fall into his rhythm. You know, we're, we're constantly trying to keep up with Mm -hmm. the the rhythms of the world. Mm -hmm. And we're not really designed to, to live in that state, you know, which is why we experience so much anxiety and hurry and that rushed feeling because the rhythm of the world isn't the same rhythm that that it's Jesus the kingdom with, rhythm, you know, yeah. and like it says in the ruthless elimination of hurry, which is a fabulous book. Um, it talks about how we were called to live like Jesus, and what does that actually mean? Mm-hmm. What did Jesus do? He sabbathed 
all the time. <laughs> He's savage. <laughs> yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. so with that and, you know, from being in, in quarantine and then going back to work and things being like really weird and if anything, maybe a little bit more busy, mm-hmm. you know, I I learned to implement a Sabbath, you know, and to really... So stop and allow my soul to catch up with my body and doing Mm -hmm. it for my children Mm -hmm. you know I never realized how that rushed busy way of life was spilling over into my children and how I was teaching them to be anxious sure I've been teaching them to you know get a move on hurry up do this whatever you know and it's I'm teaching them a rhythm that they don't need to be mm-hmm. walking with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taylor had gifted um, the ruthless, ruthless Elimination of Hurry to me for Christmas. And right before I got that book, I had just finished reading a book called Present Over Perfect. Mm-hmm. And um, so I felt just so convicted. And, you know, it was one of those books that I was almost angry when I was reading it because I was so convicted <laughs> you know I would just I would just be crying I'm like how dare you make me feel this way you know because it was just so real and right how, you know that mm. that perfectionism I think is alive in a lot of us especially in women sure. you know we have yeah. such such unrealistic standards to live mm. up to mm-hmm. um from what society tells us is good and pretty and whatever but when we're when we're standing on God's word and we're standing on what God says is important when we're standing on who he says we are mm-hmm. we're able to fall into mm-hmm. the rhythm that that Jesus lived it's so good thank you so much for joining us today church if you made a decision for Jesus today we want to encourage you to text Yes, CA to 97,000. We want to support you with next steps on your faith journey. We believe in the power of prayer. And if you are in need of prayer today, you can text your prayer request to 97,000. And also, don't forget to stay connected on our social platforms.